This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today. This is the Chasing the Tide Saltwater segment on the Palin Fin Network. I'm your host, Dustin Nichols. Come along for the saltwater shenanigans. All right, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Chasing the Tide saltwater segment here on the Pallet Finn Podcast Network. I'm your host, Dustin Nichols, and tonight we have none other than the one and only Murphinator. We got Matt Murphy, y'all, boy from uh, San Antonio, by way of Rockport now. He's living down in Rockport, Texas. What's up, man? Good to have you on the show, man. Man, first uh, first time caller, long time listener. Dustin, uh, no, I appreciate you uh, having me on, man. I, I listen to the show, watch the show. You and I fish the same water, so it's uh, it's good to finally make the cut, man. I appreciate you having me. I know, man. Y'all, uh, y'all, man. Uh, I'm just gonna put that out there for for all the listeners out here. Uh, this man right here and his tournament partner, David Halbadier. Halbadier. <laughs> uh, man, they 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 put a hurting on some redfish tournaments last year, man. So that's why I was like, want to get on this show. We'll talk a little bit about that. Talk a little bit about the tournament scene and uh, how how that's affected with this uh, COVID-19 pandemic. And, uh, you know, just get a little redfish action tips and a little bit about yourself. So, yeah, let's start it out that way. You know, uh, I like to start it out, you know, talk about what got the fishing bug going in you. And, uh, you know, where'd all that begin? And, you know, it, it all starts to become a blur at a time. You know, you're looking back, and if I had to pick a starting point, um, it'd probably be about 15 years ago. And um, I think, like everybody, you just wanted to venture off the bank, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which turns into an obsession, into a passion, and then you start exploring boats and other kayaks and regular boats and je- whatever the case may be, but yeah. I found more enjoyment um, in being closer to the water in a kayak. So, oh, yeah. um, you know, it started off with the cheapest kayak I can find, which was a, <laughs> a, a pe- come close now, a Pelican yeah. Castaway 112, right? Yeah. Hey, I had so, that, I had that Perception Caster 12.5. No, no. <laughs> And it was and it, and it was yellow, and I painted the black. I paint. I did like a black fade on the front and the back. It was like it was called the bruised banana. Oh man! And you named it. Oh, that's what I, makes it great. SS bruised banana, yo. That, oh hey. goodness! Hey, I put a hurt on some fish in that thing, man. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. You know, and and people talk about oh, you have to have this. You have to just get a kayak, explore, find it, and then go from there. But you know, that, that obsession 15 years ago just blossomed into, I got to buy a new Hobie every year now, it seems like, right? Keeping up with the Joneses or whatever you want to call it. But if another competitor has it, I need it yeah. uh, <laughs> because I'm a tournament guy. So, uh, you know, I, I, I think it's just going to continue to grow and I'm, I'm excited to, to ride the wave yeah. uh, along with it, man. Oh, I know, man. It's it's blown up, man. It's it's a uh, it's a good thing, you know. We got a good community here in Texas, and uh, 
you know, we all know each other and all fish together a lot, you know, got a good little deal going, man. And it's, it's a, it's good to see the growth over the past, you know, especially like four or five years. I know it's, it's it, it, it was popular further back, you know, I want to say I started, it's been seven or eight years ago when, and all I did was mainly saltwater fish too. Um, yeah. I just jumped back into the bass game probably, uh, beginning of 2018. I mean, I, I had bank fish for bass, but you know, it was like me. I was like, damn, for real, there's, man, there's bass tournaments in two? Oh, sweet. <laughs> you know, because the redfish tournaments, you're used to to uh, dragging them with you and bringing them to a live weigh-in. You got to have somewhere to keep them alive in your vehicle on the way, trying to drive two or three hours back to a weigh-in and everything. So, you know, all this CPR stuff came on, come come around, and it was it's pretty cool to be able to, you know, fish all this stuff, especially now with this pandemic going on. You're not supposed to be gathered in large groups. So there's still tournaments going on. There's bracket tournaments going on. Speaking of that, PNF, we had, you know, had that starting starting out. And then, um, you know, there's just a lot of cool things in the industry, you know, and, and, and kayak, like you said, you're close to the water. So it, it just, man, it just makes that experience so much better. Oh, yeah. And the first time you hook up to a big redfish <laughs> and just something comes over you where you start yelling, I'm Dasher. On dancing, yep. because you're going for a sleigh ride. Oh man, yeah. you can't get that in a boat. I'll tell you, no, that. no, that's you a te Texas, Texas sleigh ride, baby. That's what I'm saying right there. Yeah, yeah you can't mess with that. Can't mess with that, man. So, well, you know, we started out talking about kayak fishing, but once you just hey, tell everybody a little bit about yourself, like a personal side, you know, give us a little bit of that too. Uh, Matt Murphy. <laughs> How, how uh, deep to get here? You know, I'm, I'm drinking just sweet tea today. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think uh, for one, I'm, I'm first and foremost, family comes first for me, right? If there's a need, fishing, I try to make fishing fun or keep fishing fun, right? That's that's my hobby, that's my side gig, but that's what most of the people I like being around like. So, you want to be a good runner? Hang out with runners. You know, you want to be a good skateboarder? Hang out with good skateboarders. Yes, sir. Right. You want to be a good kayak fisherman? Hang around with kayak fishermen. So Exactly. Yep. Um, but, you know, aside from that, I work for United Healthcare, right? Like you said, this pandemic that's going on, um, there's a lot of people in need right now. A lot of people are struggling. And yeah. what I can do with my 40, 50 hours a week at United Healthcare to help somebody live a healthier life. I'm going to try to do that. But, um, you know, aside from that, my passion, if I'm answering emails, I'm back in my head. I'm kind of thinking about fishing, you know? Oh so. yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I was going to say, you said, Oh, 15 years ago when you started fishing, I was like, man, what was you in fifth grade about 15 years ago? Oh, baby, <laughs> baby, baby. Oh, face. <laughs> I knew we had this going on today. So I said, well, let me let a little grow out. So I don't, I don't see I don't seem too much. 15 years ago, it put me right about 20 is when yeah. I started the kayak game. Yeah. Um, but fishing has been an ongoing thing from, man, let's get one of those red and white bobbers. Let's get some night crawlers. Let's stick it out yeah. there and see how many panfish we can catch, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, That's how it all started for me. Yeah. yeah. I, I Look, I still have fun doing that, too, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. But I'll bet you. 10 15 dollars that i can catch a bigger panfish than you you know it's all yeah yeah it all, yeah it all gets things going it doesn't matter how old you get 
Hey, them things are pretty tasty, too. Just scale them, gut them, head them, fry them up. You eat the crispy fins and everything, dude. Oh, man, the culinary aspect of you is coming. <laughs> I see the smile. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, so pan panfish. You know those little uh, – we've had those little mangrove snappers kind of invade our waters. Uh, you know, they're, they're non-indigenous. They kind of moved up as the warmer – winters and mild winters you know with actually some snook and stuff too sometimes um those are those are great uh table fare <laughs> oh yeah so, yeah you pick them up every now and then in the boat harbors around uh you know bulkheads and pylons and stuff yeah they have those in uh those in rockport waters too and you know if, if i take dylan out which is my son they're yeah. they're colorful you know yeah. colorful little fish too and Ooh, cool little fish um he enjoys seeing them flop around before they hit some cold ice yeah. So your your first love though is is uh, or, or or the fish most closest to your heart right now is 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 the it's the old sexy red drum, uh, redfish, uh, channel bass, red bass, whatever you want to call them, old spot tail bass. As my grandpa would and my papa would call them, Papa Nichols called them that back in the day in coastal Georgia. That's where I got my chops uh, earned in in the saltwater fishing as a kid was over there in coastal Georgia, southeast Georgia. Uh, so yeah, uh, so that's that's your 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 species of choice probably right now, huh? And so I wouldn't say right now. If I had any fish that I needed to chase inshore, right? Yeah, inshore. Uh-huh. Yeah, it would be it would be chasing redfish. And I don't know if it's because I'm also a huge kayak duck hunter, right? And our waters yeah. it, it it doesn't get too cold here, so. You know, the same places that I'm duck hunting, right? If that's my purpose going out there, uh, you know, I still see redfish. And I'm just, you know, do it. Do I swing open and cast my line and hold them, you know? Yeah. You know, holding the shotgun. So they just intrigue me uh, to where I can watch them when I'm not fishing for them to where I I just have to catch those. I like being shallow. I like being in the murky water i like when you stick your paddle because you can't use my fins or my right, drive right you know you whatever push, you push around it. push around on them flats yep yeah that you get a little bit of that that marsh cologne that comes up every time you do a paddle oh stroke. yeah little, smell <laughs> like sulfur little, oh, oh, little, oh, oh. little something something little but something. i, I if, if this wasn't a family show i'd use other choice words of what it smells like yes <laughs> Poo-poo. Yes. Or as people know my nickname, Doodoo. Yeah, there you go. But, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you can't get no closer than when you're you're you, the reds are I mean their eyeballs are out of the water, backs out of the water, and they're chasing shrimp everywhere, and you'll skip that little freaking DOA over at them and click, click, boom, and bust them. But like you said, you you like to uh waterfowl, chase waterfowl out of out in the marsh in the back base, uh out of the kayak, which is really, really cool. Um, you know, you got your kayak rigged up uh, with a with like a a blind with a brush and uh, palm fronds and stuff, something like that. You kind of rig it all up and everything. Is that what it is? Um, it, it's gradually turned into where if you just sit out there and you stay still, yeah, they're gonna come in, right? They're gonna come in, yeah, yeah. Uh, just don't move. Yeah. And, and, they're going to land if they're fixated on your decoys. And, and I know we're right. getting off topic because I can talk about yeah. this, but 
uh, for all no, intents. It'd be cool. It'd be cool for the the listeners to hear about this too, because this is another side of things that that's gotten popular over the years too. Is is accessing hunting uh, through a kayak, which is really cool. So yeah, I'm all for it. I'm I'm down. <laughs> Let's go off script then, right? Let me unbutton this other button in my shirt. <laughs> we're we're talking now. Um, but the cool thing about uh, kayak hunting, the same places you're looking for redfish. One, you get to explore new territory, right? Uh, but any any color kayak can be easily outfitted with uh, an ambush blind, and I yeah. believe that's made by. Yak Attack, I think, or they just got bought out by someone, and I'm going to laugh on the the brand uh, who makes it, but any blind they can buy and it'll fit their kayak, but you can go just as far as looking around, Mm -hmm. getting a machete or knife and covering up with some of the the foliage there, right? Don't let it stop you having fun. Yeah, burlap sack, cut some notches, slits in it, and stuff some of the brush around your kayak in there. It's covered up. You're camoed out yourself. You got a good spread put out, and you just lay down. Let them start coming to you. Call them in. You know, <laughs> right. call them in, buddy. Zip it, ties are your friend. Zip ties are your friend yes. if you're using yes, burlap. Yes, they are. <laughs> and then, and then that's the cool thing about Texas is we have a we have great, great migratory patterns with the ducks. Uh, this last year was insane. You know, oh, yeah. we, had, we had a lot of birds come in, and uh, and it's cool because you know normally. You know, mid-morning, they, they usually stop, stop flying. So you're like, okay, I got my rods with me too. Let's pack up and let's hit some redfish on the way home. So that's blast and cast. That's what it's called. And it, it, it's self-explanatory. Blast some ducks and cast some redfish. You that's know, right, can't, man. Can't get no better than that, man. Ooh. You can't. And the cool thing about it, you also get to see how these redfish act mm-hmm. in their natural environment when an apex predator like yourself or me isn't trying to get them, right? Right. So you get to see what they're doing, see how they react to certain things, see how they move when the water gets crystal clear because it's, you know, wintertime water. Um, and you you learn so much by just watching. Oh, yeah. You're waiting for the ducks to come in, but you you hear that toilet flush and, you know, redfish is burning up somewhere trying to eat something and you're, like, trying to figure out what they're doing. And, and yeah, like you said, that is a cool, cool time of year to, to see some of their – habits and attitude and how, how that clear water affects them because uh, it's pretty neat pretty neat eating better is easy with factors delicious ready-to-eat meals every fresh never frozen meal is chef crafted dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes including calorie smart protein plus which is the one i like and keto get started today and get after your goals discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com waypointpod50 and use the code waypointpod50 to get 50% off. That's Waypoint Pod 50 at factormeals.com slash Waypoint Pod 50 to get 50% off. So, yeah, from there. <laughs> let's, change the, let's change the, uh, the name of the <laughs> duck hunting. It's all good. So, there, you know, uh, 
you know that that's cool because uh you know duck hunting is 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 close to me too i i, I love to do that but back on track <laughs> tackle box confessional so uh say you would be out there chasing some redfish oh you actually fished today anyway so yeah um Give us some of your favorite baits you you were throwing. You don't have to get color dependent, but you know, just oh, give us no, a couple of, couple of teaser items there. So I went before I came in the garage, and I went to my uh, kayak uh, trailer and pulled pulled actually what I was using today, right? And and yeah. we caught um, David and I, I would say maybe 20, 25 redfish apiece. A lot of that is finding where they're at, right? And these yeah. weren't monsters. These were something that any normal guy can go out if he finds the fish. He wants to take home, put some yeah. slappy old mama on him, put him in the grease, right? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And I like to use – I take three rods with me, at least this time of year. Normally, once the summer kicks on in full swing, I'll go four. But since we're talking about spring fishing – Yes, sir. Heaton Super Spook, uh, the five inch. Yeah. Was it, it's been producing today. It's been pr producing Friday. It's been producing Thursday. It was producing Monday when I I went out. And yes, I don't definitely. think the color really isn't isn't going to be the biggest factor right now. Um, so find a color or your favorite color at that, or or something you have. Uh, but any type of top water that you can. Mm work it slow at least mm -hmm. in the rockport area yeah um, has been really 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 good dustin <laughs> yeah they they liked it a little slower the past few days and uh last week when i fished um they they were hitting it on the paws a lot and you know we did have a couple uh, cool downs here recently i had a couple cooler nights and uh uh i've been doing the same thing super spook and then a one knocker to get a little deeper tone sometimes um, like you said, color don't really matter if it's, you know, just that mullet profile is, uh, that's what those bigger redfish that are, you know, a lot of the smaller slot size fish have been bunched like pair five or six fish and all the big fish, the 29 inch plus have all been singles where yeah. in my area have been a little different. So we're seeing so, the same yeah, thing old, here. Oh, spook. Yeah. That's one of my favorite, my favorite lures. Yeah. Oh Yeah. And then the other two that I'm, I'm actually using, um, and again, I'm not affiliated by, with this company, but it's just something that's been working for me. Yes, sir. Uh, AM Lures. And um, let me see if I can get the names of these. And I don't think these don't come with names on them, but uh, I'll put them in close so you guys can see it. Oh, yeah. So this one, it's garlic scented. And, and does the garlic help? I don't know. Right, you put it in front of a redfish face, it's gonna eat it, whether it it's gonna eat like it or not. Yeah. Um, but I've been using a owner swim bait hook in three sixteenth ounce, so I kind of yeah. bumped it up a little bit because the wind's been picking up heavier uh, throughout the day. Yes, uh, from one eighth to three sixteenth, and I've been throwing this, working it, depending on how they want it. Right, if I can pinpoint yeah. that fish, I'm gonna throw it in front of its face, put it in there, and stop it. Yeah. Um, and they've been getting it or, or if I'm working it, I'm working it slow. Well, the cool uh, thing about that lure is like a, it's like a new school curly tail. Yeah. It's got a great action if you're just swimming it, but also when you kill it, 
it drops down and that tail's still moving. When it hits the bottom, it still kind of wiggles a little bit. So that's what they're, yeah, they're probably keying in on that because that, that's basically what it is, a new school uh, curly tail. <laughs> curly tail grub, yeah. I, yeah, I look at it as, as a grub. That's what I, I'm yeah, thinking. I'm like, man, this is, this is bigger than a gulp swimming mullet, right? Yes. So it, it fits your hook, basically. Um, yeah. But it doesn't fall apart with a one-hitter no. quitter. No, it don't. No. Um, and then my third rod that I've been carrying, the same AM lures. It's kind of a, I don't know if you can see this color. Oh, this is called Blood Diamond. The Blood Diamond, <laughs> yeah. Toxic root beer. Toxic. I was going to say toxic root beer, yes. And, <laughs> and then that, Blood uh, Diamond. Chick, chicken, been, shark. chicken shark's a good color, too. <laughs> chicken I like the names, man. Chicken shark. Yeah, they got some pretty cool names. Them guys are doing a good thing. Let me get let me get some of that chicken shark, baby. Oh, oh yeah. That sounds real. That sounds real appetizing. I know, right? Uh-oh, uh-oh. You've got guests. Hey. Hi, Cora. Cora peeked in on me. Daughter, she likes to oh. pop her head in every now and then on these. So quarantine. Yeah. Quarantine life. Yeah, quarantine life. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, but man. I've been using uh, this yeah. under a popping cork. So instead of yes. putting like a gulp cement mullet, I've been throwing this one on the bottom. I've been using this on a popping cork with about, heck, the water I've been fishing is, I don't know, it's a little deeper than normal. So I'm going like 18 to 20 inches, yeah. yes. even if I'm fishing one foot of water. Yeah. Um, because of that curly tail, those pop, pop, pop action, yep. mm -hmm. once they key in that, that, that little curly tail just, it gets them, even though, even though it's, you know, the leader's longer than the water I'm fishing in. So yeah, yeah, we've had some spring little spring bull tides going on, um, and uh, you know that has our tide have been running a little bit higher than normal, and that's that's what I've been enjoying because, um, as far as the trout go, they they pushed in over these these shell beds and stuff, and you know they're spawning. You know, even we had that last full moon, uh, weekend before last. But all the bigger fish I'm catching and all the bigger trout I'm catching right now are full of roe still. There's still some fish. I saw a bunch flashing yesterday. And, uh, you know, you kind of back off of them and pitch that top water in. And they'd come up and just doop, 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 smacking yeah. at it. And every now and then you'd get one to just flip over it. You know, so it was pretty cool. Um, so three rods this time of year. Three rods. Yeah. Top water plastic and, uh, and a pop and cork with the plastic. Yeah, Sweet. my fourth rod. Uh, if we get invited, if I don't get invited back for a summer show, uh, would be fourth rods. I'm throwing a gold spoon, gold or silver spoon. Gold spoon, and Just uh, as a search bait. And sometimes I, as a search bait, as long as there's good grass lines and structure, I'll throw a a, a hunchback. <sighs> wake, wake, wake bait. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A cheater bait, you mean? You yeah, a cheater. but you can cover a lot of water with that. But also another one is uh, it's a chatter bait. Okay, like your bass chatter bait that you're using. Yes, I take I take the skirt off and put a big uh, bone, uh, glowed chartreuse tail swim bait on it, and it's got a gold blade and a chartreuse head, uh, just the cheap Z-Man ones, and just put the swim bait straight on there without the skirt, and uh, something about that vibration. You know, yeah. just that wiggle, and uh, they they eat it pretty good, especially on grass lines and, and, and like 
marsh line and, and, and indentions when you can just pitch it up in there. This is like bass fishing. So you can you can burn a lot of water. It's like a search bait. You know, you can yeah. work it fast and they'll they'll I mean you can be burning it and they'll slam it, you know. So that's another little little uh transition bait from the bass side along with the with some popping frogs. They like to eat they like to eat those in the summertime. Let me ask you then, you know how there's a distinct uh, difference between, oh, this is a saltwater bait and this is a freshwater bait, right? Mm-hmm. I have this conversation often that, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Is there really a difference? Does a, a fluke with a paddle tail anything different than a, a swim bait lure? No, I like throwing the big flukes too, weightless over the over the grass, the sand sand holes. I like throwing that. I like, uh, I'll actually throw a, a, a regular spinner bait. Yeah. With a a black spinner bait with gold blades and a redfish will crush that thing. Oh man. So you gotta think about it. Redfish magic. That's what a that's a, a jumbo beetle spin, basically. <laughs> and they kill those things. Actually, man, I, I don't even have them with me. I made some inline spinners. Um it's a straight, I got the wire ordered. It's a point zero four one size wire, and it's it's pre-twisted with a loop on the front, and I put three little hollow brass beads then i put a little holder and a number three colorado blade in gold and then three more beads and then i twist lock a a, a split ring on there then i put a one-eighth ounce screw lot jig head and then i rig a soft plastic to that so it's an inline spinner and uh i've been catching redfish on that pretty good too nice yeah well, don't give don't give all your secrets away on these podcasts <laughs> Oh, it's all good. You got to make them though, so I mean, you got to take time to put in some work. But also, they uh, they work good making little inline buzz baits too. And you put a little zoom horny toad on there, works pretty good. Well, yeah. you know, come up and all eat those. this knowledge. I I hope you win your entire bracket that's coming up, and <laughs> all your all your colleagues, you know, that you're going to be fishing against when they come back <laughs> listen to this. You know, you're yeah. going up somebody that's got both saltwater and freshwater experience and can, can uh, transition those two. They better look out, man. Uh-oh. Where's the, Uh-oh. Where's the side bets at? Where's the side bets at? Let me yeah, get where's, the side, where's the side bets? I know. It's, it's going to be fun. Uh, that's the whole thing is that, you know, you're four, you got four hours, you know, um, and, you know, we're going to be live streaming and all that. So that's going to be really cool. Uh, I'm excited to look for that. I'm going to pre-fish some lakes tomorrow and uh tuesday to go kind of scope out my areas and see what's going to happen so you know it's going to be a good thing so yeah i mean i'm looking forward to that so i'm rooting for you i appreciate it um so that tackle box confessional you got your three rods you got your stuff rigged up so how closely for all the listeners out there y'all y'all key in on this too how closely are you looking at the solunar periods and the tides to make your decision on where you're going to fish? Oh, man. You know, I, I get asked that question on my, my video podcast that I do all the yeah. time. Yeah. And um, people hate me when I say that I don't pay any mind to what a little app on my phone says if I can have the ability to go out there and catch fish. Right. Yeah. And, and, let me tell you why. Um, if you rely solely on your app or the moon phase that says today's a good fishing day or yeah. tomorrow's a good fishing day, or you've got your peak fishing time from 1147 to whatever time, yeah. right? I don't think you 
you break yourself into your own head and tell you, tell yourself that anytime outside of that peak fishing time, you're not yeah. going to have a good enough chance to catch fish, right? Or it's not going to be on fire. Yeah. Um, so I don't pay any attention to that. You know, yeah. if, it, if it's high tide, I'm, I'm searching the march deeper, right? I'm yeah. finding different clues. If it's yeah. low tide, it's, they're all congregated into one place. And that's my favorite time yeah. to fish is when they don't right. have any territory to run. Especially on the um, redfish side of things. Yeah. It pulls them together a little more, pulls them all in, you know, like you said about the, the salooner tables, you know, yeah. Sunrise, sunset. I got no problem doing that. You know, you get a good full moon overhead. Yes, that's good. I'm not paying attention to the side the times either. I, I like to look at the, the whole situation and, and, you know, wind driven water, uh, a little bit of tidal movement and stuff like that kind of plays into effect too. But like you said, I, you know, it might not be that major period, you know, but in yeah. the middle of the day, you could be chunking a big old topwater across the flat and you could catch a giant trout just the same, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah. It, 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 there's no rhyme or reason. Sometimes, sometimes it just happens. Cause you know, I get hungry all the time. I don't depend on that salute <laughs> table to tell me what I need to eat. Yo, when I need a pop tart, I'm gonna eat a pop tart. Come on, brown brown sugar cinnamon. Come on. Oh, that's right. Good. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Go look outside real quick and see yeah. what the moon's doing. Yeah. Oh, oh, I can't eat yet. No, 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 no. Them you fish ain't doing that either. Them fish you are opportunistic cook. feeders. They're opportunistic, just Whoa. like me. I walk by that pantry and it's like, man, that sure is close. I can sure grab one of them little Debbies out of there. Boom, I'm going to get that oatmeal pie. Come on. Right. And that's how them fish are. Them fish are like, oh, man, them mullet are getting a little too close for comfort over here. I think I'm going to have to reach out and grab one. That's exactly what they do right there. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Nobody's stopping you from a toaster strudel. You get a toaster strudel. No. Blueberry, <laughs> cherry, whatever. That's what they like. Oh, look at that spook. Look at that spook, Junior. Oh, that's that snakehead. Oh, look at that redfish magic going by. I think I'm going to eat that. Oh, look at that gulp on that popcorn. Man, listen, what's that noise? Oh, I'm hungry. I'm going to get that. Yeah, it ain't mm. nothing about no moon telling them to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, if some people need that extra boost or confidence that the app tells them they can have, then it makes if it makes all the difference in the world for them, by all means, I'm not one to tell you it's wrong. I'm just telling you what I do. I, I don't pay any mind to that. If I've right. got an opportunity to get on the water, I'm going to get on the water. Exactly. And that's how I am. Uh, I'll work a graveyard all night and have my kayak with me at work. And I'll get on the morning on the water in the morning right after work most of the time. If I can get on the water, if, the, if it's right, you know. One thing I do look at for sure is, is, is like uh, wind conditions. I, I will do some forecasting for the wind and kind of plan my uh, kayaking uh, you know, I mean, a pedal drive helps out a ton. Uh, but if yeah. but if you're, you're you're paddling, if you're a paddler, like sometimes I am, um, you know, I, I like I like to take that in in into. Um, After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are fifteen dollars a month when you purchase a three month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com waypoint. That's mintmobile.com waypoint. 
Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Perspective of, of what the wind's going to do and kind of figure out, you know, a float plan, so you say, and make sure I have all my stuff together and situated. Because that's, that's the key thing being on a kayak. You need to be organized. You got a, yeah. such a small space in your area. You need to know where everything's at. Your pliers, your snips, your stringer. Everything needs to be within reach because you don't want to have to get up and jump all over that kayak on the middle of the water. That's when accidents okay. happen. And, and accidents can happen on the water. You know, we, we have had quite a, quite a few close calls lately with, with, with uh, you know, emergency services have to come out and rescue kayakers because they don't pay attention. Or they think they can jump in a 10-foot sun dolphin that doesn't track well and doesn't handle wind and go paddle across this bay and never kayak fish before and they have no light they have no pfd onto the vessel whatsoever and they just think they can go out there and start fishing which is not you got to be educated on this there needs to be more in-depth um here i'm going off on a tangent right now but oh well (laughs) but yeah i I think there needs to be a little more awareness of of all this going on being that it is growing at a fast pace as it is you know yeah so, yeah. I don't think, uh, just for a disclaimer, I don't think it's the sun dolphin's fault. But yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't either. I don't call that out, but that's basically, you know, I, I, had, I had four or five guys uh, launching at the same spot. You know, I was already getting on the water and put my light on, put my marker, you know, turn my LED on, on my, on my uh, little flag and everything, have my PFD on and everything. And these guys were just unloading these kayaks off this trailer and they were getting in. I was like, man, where's y'all? Y'all got lights? Like, no, man. I said, y'all got, y'all got life jackets, PFDs? No, we're supposed to have those? Like, no. yeah. I said, you don't have to wear it, but it has to be on the vessel per uh, Texas Park and Wildlife. Um, man, that's like a $500 ticket. And it was still like 45 minutes before the sun was coming up. They just yeah. jumped all up in there and went. And I said, man, there's boats coming in out here all the time. I said, y'all really need to be careful. Y'all need to think about this. And, uh, you know, and then, and then that's the same guys that, you know, three hours later, I was busting some trout up and they start, they dragged their kayaks across the reef to get right to where I was throwing, you know, <laughs> insane people like that. It's like, oh my <laughs> Lord, for real. Did y'all just really do that? And I was like, okay, okay, cool. Oh man. They later, just need a I said, hey, yeah, they just shut the bike down completely, and it's like whatever. Y'all just y'all just fix that real good. <laughs> so it's always fun, you know. I, I I love to try to help people out. And that's you do a lot of that too. Um, uh, listeners out there, there there's a there's a kayak page, a Facebook page called uh, Kayak Fishing Texas, and uh, you know I think it's got about what eighty five hundred nine thousand uh, members. Yeah. Um, and uh, Matt goes uh goes uh, goes above and beyond on there and got this thing going called Tackle Talk Tuesday. And uh, it has some good stuff going on on there. So, yeah, that's why I was like, man, I need to get old Murphinator on the show, on the podcast, <laughs> and get him on here and get him, get him, drill him a little bit. And, uh, but yeah, man, that's a good thing. Y'all been, that's been taking off pretty good, you know. Uh, I know that you just moved down to Rockport from San Antonio, get back closer to the coast again. So, you've, you know, with this pandemic, you've been busier and stuff. So, that's kind of been put on the, uh, maybe not doing it every week now. You're just going to kind of, yeah. We, we've moved it, at least while all this craziness is going on. It was a once-a-week show, kind of a garage shop talk feel. You know, come yeah. in here, have a cold brew, and we'll, we'll talk fishing, um, which happened every Tuesday, and we've kind of backed off because work has been busy for me where yes. we're going to be doing it the first Tuesday of the month. Uh, but we still want people to chime in, listen, 
grab a yep. cold beer and interact in the show, man. We sent out some great stuff. Yeah. Uh, everybody shares knowledge and I couldn't do it without the folks that are part of that Facebook group, Kayak Fish in Texas. So, yeah, it's, a, it's take, uh, taken off pretty well, man. It's a good job on there. You know, y'all get a good little following, got some good info on there and, uh, and turn it out pretty good, yo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Pretty good. I know. I remember I'm thinking, I'm thinking back to where I was, uh, where we originally met. And uh, I think it was through the through the SAKF uh, TK Texas Kayak Fishing TKFSA uh, events, um, and you was like, "Man, I think I remember something about man." I just I remember I wanted to meet that other guy in that Jackson. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah. we both we both showed up uh, were... in in uh, Jackson. What I, I was running a CUDA at the time, and yeah, you had that's what you I had. had. I had a CUDA also. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I said, man, I got to meet this Jackson guy. And then next time I saw you were walking around Roy's shirtless, and I'm like, God, that's my kind of people right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that old crazy dude running around without my shirt. Yeah, that was a good day. <laughs> yeah, you, had, you must have had a couple little Debbies in you on that time. <laughs> I, d- I did. I had a couple little Debbies. I was on little Debbie overload right there. <laughs> I gotta go to Little Debbie's Anonymous, man. I don't know what's going on with all that. <laughs> oh Lord, freak, man. Swiss, Swiss cake, Swiss cake rolls, man. Put them, put em, put them in the freezer, then put them in your Blue Bell homemade vanilla. That's what you got. <laughs> that sounds good. I think I spoke. That's somebody. I think that's why my daughter came in because she got me some Panda Express. I got some orange chicken up in there. Kind of hungry. <laughs> you have like a, a, a culinary degree and you're talking about Panda Express. <laughs> I didn't feel like cooking tonight, man. I got fish, I got fish too. And I was like, man, I should make some fish tacos or some pecan, <laughs> some pecan crusted trout over some smoked gouda cheese grits with some. Castle and crab relish and some. We're gonna lose the entire audience at this point. Oh, I know. Like, what's this all about food? I I really want to talk some food, man. Yeah, it's all good. You know, and you know, back to the fact of the duck hunt and the blasting cast is that you come back, you get all cleaned up, you clean all them birds, slap them fillets off that redfish, leave them on the half shell, throw them things on the pit, slap some bacon and some cream cheese and them freaking ducks and wrap them up with that breast and bacon with a jalapeno in there and put them on that grill. Man, you're talking my language. I love these things. I like to stuff them with a, take the whole breast and you cut a pocket in it and then you stuff that pocket with boudin. All right. And then you wrap the breast in bacon, season it, and then smoke that. It's just anything wrapped in bacon, man. <laughs> that's that's on point. Or actually, you make boudin with the duck. You yeah. put it in a meat grinder and make a. a it's, it's pretty good too. But you make sure you, you got to bleed them. You know, you got to put them on ice and and uh and drain the liquid off of them. Drain the melted ice and then put more ice. I, I'll usually ice mine for like twelve hours. Yeah. Uh, see, I'm a more of kill breast. Yeah. Chicken fry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you know, people say things like that taste gamey, right? But oh, it's not bad. No, to me, it's not gamey. It's this is what duck tastes like, right? Yeah. 
they yep. their palate just haven't hasn't explored something more than chicken to say yep. that this tastes gamey, right? It's not. Right. It doesn't taste like chicken. So. No, it, uh, it tastes it tastes good to me. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Jalapeno, cream cheese, and some bacon wrapped up. Man, yep. I'm making duck poppers for days. Yep. Soak them in a. <laughs> In, in buttermilk with sriracha and some your favorite Cajun seasoning, soak them in that for about three hours, then pull them out, bread them with some seasoned flour, chicken fry them. Then you take your pan drippings, you add some bacon in there, and some tasso and jalapenos and onions, and you make a gravy. Mm. And put that over mashed potatoes, and you're in heaven, buddy. That's what I'm talking about right there. <laughs> little little cul- culinary uh, culinary tips with chasing the tide. That's right. Chasing the chasing the tide, culinary tips. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, we're getting off on it tonight. I knew this was gonna be a good one having Matt on. I just knew it. <laughs> I knew I knew it was going to flow, and I knew it was going to go good. Cause this man right here, he 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 he's a he's a solid guy, man. He he definitely talked to talk and walked to walk and shoot some ducks out the sky. He had some really cool GoPro footage from this winter, so it was really cool. Um, check him out on uh, Matt Murphy Outdoors on Facebook. Oh, I can do that. that. Yeah, man, you get to check him out. You know, uh, you you fish for uh, you're on the Hobie fishing team for yes, uh, and then and sponsored by ACK Austin Canoe and Kayak. You got anybody else you you, you want to do a shout out with? We we can we can roll on with that right now. Uh, talk a little bit about the some of the companies you represent. Um, so I'm a, I'm a small fish, Dustin, you know, I'm a small loyal fish and I, I, ACK is my outfitter, right? Yeah. I'm happy to be with Hobie. I'm a Hobie, Hobie kayak fisherman. That's all I use now that since our first meet, yeah. um, yep. and, uh, you know, I, I, I don't have anybody else. I fish because I like to fish. I fish for fun and I fish cause I want to help other people re-experience uh, you know what I'm doing, so yeah, for get sure. out there, have a good time. It doesn't matter who you represent, right? Yeah, right. Uh, let's just let's keep everybody in line. It's it's just fishing, right? Let's have fun. Let's have, have fun. Have fun with it. That's, that's it. right. Yep. Just take uh, buy some stock in the uh, saltwater assassin die dappers. <laughs> <laughs> Saltwater Assassin, if you're listening, uh, my yeah. address is 1919. <laughs> no doubt. I love, the, I love the bigger profile of those. I, I do. I love those. They got a good wobble on them, you know. So uh, I have been known to catch some bass on those. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a couple colors they like to eat. They like to eat. Yeah. They like to eat them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I definitely like those on a, on a weedless screw lock hook, belly weighted hook. Definitely in the ground. Man, they um, it, as they will continue. I think in at least our water, and I'm probably about 35 miles down from you. Yeah. But uh, the amount of water that they push, like you said, you like the wobble. You know what I mean? The amount yeah. of water that they push in a in a, a calm back marsh, mm-hmm. you'll see those things running across like a deer feeder going off. Yeah. Yeah, man, they just slam them. And that's what, when you see that mullet swimming across that water, that's about what it looks like, too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, them, them things are money. Them things are money. I know, uh, you know, I, I, I'm i part of the Caden Lures Pro staff, but, you know, I do throw other stuff. I, I do. I can't limit myself to just one. 
Um, yeah. I support him tremendously. Uh, but, man, I I like to try everything out. I just like to see what the fish will do. I like to experiment with all the baits and see how fish react to different ones. That's just me trying to figure out the fish, you know. Yeah. You know, sometimes I like to throw those gamblers. They get that, that flapping tail that's a little different. So it's got a – it, like, swings all over the place sometimes. And then gambler makes a hook. Um, it's like a five and six alt screw screw lock, and it's called the Does It D U Z I T, and it's got a built it's got a a, a willow blade on a swivel okay. off of the hook, so you get that flash of that gold with that wobble, and, that, and things are pretty deadly too. They're pretty deadly. Are you a fan of the gold or silver little willow uh, blade? I like, that I like I like the gold. Okay. I like the gold for the redfish. I like gold spoons for the redfish. Uh, just a regular old Bagley's weedless spoon. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, there's another company out there, Nacho Daddy. He does like that resin poured that has like a little rattle chamber and they flutter. They got a little different flutter. I like those a lot. But man, you can't, you can't knock how many fish have been caught on spoons all these years just from the the simple gold oh, yeah. johnson weedless spoon yeah yeah you can't uh you know don't fix something that's not broken it's, no, it's exactly. looked the exact same way for all these years because it produces yeah and it's easy to f- cast it out and really fill oh, it in wait wait wait, wait. Oh, you didn't that? catch a fish oh cast it out <laughs> And then reel it in. <laughs> Cast it out again. Oh, That's yeah. Right. And everything. Uh, trout will hit it. Flounder will hit it. Redfish will hit it. Ladyfish will hit it. You know, pretty much anything will hit a spoon. Oh, yeah. No, oh, absolutely. Yeah. It, it looks like a fleeing bait fish. <laughs> you so. talked about Caden, uh, Caden baits. And I think a couple of months ago, did you write an article in Saltwater Angler Magazine about that? Yeah, yeah, we talked a little bit about them. Yeah, I, I try to, I try to talk about them. Uh, you know, like that, that little inline spinner. I've been pairing those with that, that bone. Uh, Tupelo honey is like a bone and gold glitter colored, okay. and it's been, it's been pairing well with that gold blade. And I, I've caught some fish on that, that paired together with that inline spinner. And uh, you know, they, they do have one. It's called a blazing shad. Then they have the magnum, which is a little longer. Uh, they have some new colors. Uh, you know, they had a, a, a silver and black. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a black back with a silver glitter belly with a chartreuse tail, and that's been work, working pretty well. It's a little different color. Um, and then there's a mahi color. It's like a purple uh, purple color with a lime truce belly with a chartreuse tail. It was just doing pretty good, too, over here. So You know, I think uh, last year at a Rudy's Redfish event in Matagorda, you gave me a Caden sampler pack. Yeah, I gave you some of those. In a f- frozen. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Um, themed 
the movie Frozen <laughs> themed Ziploc bag. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I remember that now. Was that was that no, that's not official packaging though, is it? No, no, no. That's not the 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 official uh, licensed packaging of Caden. It's not the frozen. <laughs> okay. Uh, the, a snack bag. Yeah. All there right. might have been some leftover cheeses in there too. <laughs> a little extra, little extra flavor on them things. <laughs> oh man, what a blast! What a blast, man. I'm freaking my my abs. I'm getting the ab workout from laughing tonight, man. <laughs> That's what it's good when you laugh like this. This is what it's all about, man. This is what it's all about, brother. Right here. It's talking, talking, fishing, laughing. That's what it is. That's what it is. Well, dude, man, I appreciate you coming on here tonight, man. Big time, dude. I I know we we tried to work it out a few times, and you know we're we're both busy. You know, I work shift work most of the time. Um, Right now, they got me on that crazy. I'm seven on and seven off on days. Seven days then seven off then seven days and seven off that's what i'm on right now until we get through this crazy mess that's going on in this world um you know everybody hang tough you know do what you got to do uh social distance on the water uh that's the best place for it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, know? Absolutely. Uh, you can combat launching a kayak no problem and uh that's what i talk about on my upcoming article coming out next week in saltwater angler uh hit on that a little bit a little combat launch you know uh, talk about what's going on in the area. Uh, fish has been on fire, man. It's been good. You know, this time of year is, I love the fall, but I also love the spring. Uh, and, I and think uh, next, swing, man. next month, next edition's article, I talk about uh, how to social distance and sneak out to go fishing. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm riding around with my uh, essential worker <laughs> paper in my front seat. Uh, especially when I when I drive four and a half hours Tuesday to go fish a lake, I'm gonna go check out. So <laughs> be like, hey, where are you going with that kayak at two o'clock in the morning? <laughs> oh goodness, <laughs> I'm gone. Hey, the state parks are open. Come on, I have I have my mask on. I have my man. I have my buff. Just my buff that counts. It'll be covering my face. It's all good. Oh yeah, dude, man. Well, dude, I appreciate it a ton for you coming on tonight, man uh thanks a lot dude and you know we're gonna have to hit the water soon now you're closer uh you know about 35 40 minutes away and uh we're gonna have to meet in the middle or come over here and fish with me i uh, so like i said them trout been on fire <laughs> yeah, man, we'll definitely do it i want to thank uh you know chasing the tide and paddling fin for uh having me on today you know it's, it's always good to just sit around and kind of talk fishing with somebody that Likes talking fishing, so oh, I love talking fishing. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, why you got an old podcast, duh. 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 I don't know how I got roped into this, man. I was like, you know what? My wife said I could talk the paint off a wall, so I guess that kind of means I could talk about fishing pretty good. Yeah, no, <laughs> so, and that's well, a good that's thing, the- you know. You got the thing going on KFT. Uh, you know, there's a there's a couple other podcasts in Texas. Y'all check them out too, man. I'm not just limited to just me being the only one. No, uh, there's another one called the Salty Yak. The guys run. Uh, there's a new one just come come out called uh, Paddler's Playbook. That's actually put on uh, by ACK, uh, Chris Lewis and Drew Turner. Um, you know, them them guys got a pretty good thing going on too, man. So it's, it's stoked. I'm stoked for the for the the stuff we got coming out of Texas. You know, we got a good thing going. So, man. Thanks again for coming on tonight, yo. Um, 
good good times like always thanks for everybody for listening y'all don't forget to uh to uh subscribe to the channel you know on the uh your favorite podcast platform and throw some throw some likes up there uh so we have a chance to get this podcast out to to more people um we're stoked that we get listeners as far away as australia uh uh, hawaii alaska you know we 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 hit a milestone uh, a couple weeks back we had a hundred thousand plays um with all our episodes and right now we have an episode seven days a week we got a new segment starting to come out so we got an episode every day of the week so if you need to catch up on some windshield time while you're driving and and have need to download something to listen to tune in we're there so thanks again everybody tuning in to pal and finn podcast dustin nichols with chasing the tide signing out see y'all later